air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but they hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom and maybe even save the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast. Secrets revealed. Separated. Both Shoban and Liko discover who has been behind the Dai Li this entire time. Having just come off a successful coup, Ren and the Launcher Brothers board a boat to Ba Sing Se and have a long overdue heart to heart. Today is the day. As of this episode right now, Nick is married. That is true. <laughs> it was not today. But it was not today. <laughs> he actually came straight from his today. wedding ceremony to record this podcast. <laughs> He's still in his dress. <laughs> He's still in his dress. He looks beautiful. I look fantastic. Thank you. Nick, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Johnny, that was completely inappropriate. <laughs> that was a line and a veil. <laughs> oh, both of those. We got layered once. puns both there. Of those uh, I wasn't actually going to say that. I was actually going to say, as of today of this episode, we are, I guess, technically not canon anymore. Technically. Oh, really? What? We had our departure. Sure. We can debate it all day long. I was I was browsing through the Avatar wiki as one does. And of course. Uh, you know, as we've been getting closer to the the Dai Li and Ba Sing Se, I was like, oh let me look up the Dai Li and Ba Sing Se. And I'm like, oh, oh, so Long Feng is the one who created the brainwashing techniques. Well, we have now said that someone else has created the brainwashing techniques. I don't know if that completely takes us out of canon. Like, I I think some of the diehards might argue with me, and I'll say, well, maybe the information was buried for a hundred years. Danny. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they are at war. And maybe we destroy the information. You don't know. Maybe we destroy the information. Yeah. I was going to say, since we're not Fishing. canon anymore, can Rosa become the Fire Lord? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Cool. No, we are, we are canon. Everything that contradicts us is no longer canon. That's a good point. Oh, right. Right. Wow. right when wow. we move wow. in there, it's gone. That's whoa. a good point. <laughs> That is Whoa. a good I like, point. I like Nick. the strength of this position. I feel attracted to you <laughs> right? the same way people are attracted to dictators. Reality <laughs> bends around me. I feel like I'm becoming a fascist as we speak. Oh my gosh. Bring it back. Now's a loveless conversation. It's just Justinism. It's just Justinism. Justinism? Uh, Justinism. We talked, we talked about Justinism, right? Yeah, yeah we're moving on. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. We did. We covered that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, we don't have a cannon in our store, but Steve, tell them what they can buy on our store. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> I, you just tried to play cannon and can. Okay. Yes, you can uh, find amazing merch on the merch store. We have stuff up and are super excited. Check it out if you want to help fight the powers of evil in the universe, uh, support fairware, support fair trade, and also look cool and feel comfortable. Um, Patreon members, you get discounts, 10%, 15%, or 20% off, depending on how much you can support us. So. That's so cool. Yep. You know, maybe one day we'll like make a little badge. Yes. Oh, we should. Yeah, maybe we, yes. we have patches on our store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need we like, like special white... swag for, yeah, for the different members, donors. We, yeah. You and I have talked about that. That's that's in the works. Yes. It's it's yes. coming down the pipeline. I don't know when, it's but it'll, it's it'll be there. It'll be there. Yeah. Check out the merch store. We're at uh, flyingbisonpodcast.com. Yeah. See a link to our store there. Yeah, so um, go to the shop page. Yeah. Go to the shop page. Maybe I didn't call it the shop page. Maybe I called it the... I'm looking at the website right now. It's called the shop page. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, yeah. <that's> a flash. 
Give me a like the title Thanks. is the shop page. No, Close no, quote. it's the shop button. Okay, interesting. Oh, click, it, click is, that shop it button. does say shop on, on the top. Shop on the top. I still need to order my joggers. All right, you guys want to tell me who your favorite comedian is first, or do we want to tell the listeners what growth and advancement you chose? We'll do both, but what do we want to do first? I don't know. I'm leading growth for no reason. Okay, right. growth for no right. reason. Yeah, all right. There it is. Yeah. It's the fact of life. Everybody grows Strong for no sound. reason. That's right. But not everybody advances. But not everyone advances. It's true. <laughs> this is such a good life lesson. All right, who wants to go first? I think everybody at this, everybody got a growth and advancement, right? Everyone got at least four filled up all four of their their growth so they get an advancement uh we got some we got some good ones um steve why don't you go first what what did ren take ren took the moment of balance because i'm just so hyped about the sheer possibility of using that at any point i'll probably so, misuse it it'll be horrible but yeah it'll be, it'll be great for me <laughs> and uh yeah moment of balance you just take narrative control for a little bit and you get to do whatever you want to do there's sort of specific triggers that are like it's yep. sort of the arc of the playbook right like it's that moment yeah. you know it's the end of the season end of their story they get to do that big crazy thing that kind of defines them as a character uh i think yeah. uh i will find out what johnny chose he i know johnny was looking at in fact let's do it now johnny <laughs> you were debating between a couple things right yeah, I was debating between, I mean, I think at one point I was debating between like four different options and then I narrowed it down to two and then I picked one of the two that I didn't tell you guys about. So I also <laughs> chose uh, my moment of balance. <laughs> you also chose your moment of balance? Oh, man. Yeah. You and I had talked about that. Yeah. Yes. locked and loaded. So listeners, if you're counting, that means we have three people who have unlocked their moment of balance. We're waiting Just for hanging on to it. Che, Ren, and Shoban. We all use it at the same time. That'd be hilarious. So, That'd be really funny. I'll go Super Saiyan together. Or like uh, <laughs> Sonic Knuckles and Tails when they like <laughs> become. Did you ever play that Sonic game? There was the one where you played like all three of them. You would like switch between the three of them. I think a so. Romantic yeah. Triad. Is that? Yeah, I think it's called Sonic Romantic Triad. Yep. It got a little spicy in some scenes. I don't mind whatever implications you're reading into this. Uh, uh, all right, someone else go. How did you advance? <laughs> I just I just put another point into passion. There you for go. Trey. Wow, that fits the, uh, the theme of advances yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. has a martyr complex now. Can you can you read this? Because I. I will come out as saying I think this is my favorite move in the entire game. Martyr complex. Favorite. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, play so move. it's it's a it's a guardian move called. Wait for it, martyr complex, <laughs> and it reads: when you have a total of eight between conditions marked, highest principle, and fatigue marked, I think the guardian takes a plus one ongoing to all moves as long as he has a total of eight marked between those three things. I love and it. I was just thinking about that um the fight between uh uh Dosa yeah. and she mm -hmm. and he was he he had like twelve between all those marked. So I was like hmm. I love it. It's like so subtle in the way that encourages you to like protect people, but like strike that balance of also making sure that you don't like go down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're like mm -hmm. constantly like I, I want that. I want to be able to protect people, but I also don't want to get taken out of a fight. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite move. Monroe, Liko is exploring the dark side. What, what did she take as her advancement? Okay. Yeah, shift my center. Because she's, it, I think, in my opinion, it makes sense because she's essentially turning into a different transitioning into a different type of person so i think like yeah. her balance would shift with that yeah and she's exploring something that probably uh kanu wouldn't have approved of her parents she might not know them but based on what she does know about her parents might not have approved of as far as tradition is concerned well, do we as know? far as tradition and role yeah we don't know i'm just saying as as far yeah. as liko is aware but um, kanu 
Didn't Connor just betray her right, right now? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really get a chance to explain what was <laughs> I'm happening. I'm like Enrico said. I'm like... <laughs> you know, I, you're good. Everybody's I, against uh... <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 uh, face, mom. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I, you know, we should have explained it. The, uh... I, I want the listeners would probably know this, but that that green lantern on the track that was circling around you is what they used to brainwash people in the Avatar show. It's hypnosis at work. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it was in that room with Kanu, I was just trying to hint at the fact that maybe Kanu might not be in control Kanu. of her faculties. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like it, it was used on conover was used on lico but i figured like yeah. i was still very much in lico's head so maybe yeah mm-hmm. okay that makes sense you just they reacted i love it yeah okay. but uh okay yeah so you you shifted your center towards freedom which i agree with you i, th- I feel like that's really appropriate um and we already shifted it we shifted it last week um but we're now announcing mm-hmm. what we did so you are now closer towards freedom Mm-hmm. Now I have to think of a transition from talking about growth and advancement to asking you what your favorite comedian is. And I think I found my transition, which is saying that I need to find a transition. <laughs> well played. Incredible. That's pretty yes. good, right? Nailed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now suddenly we find ourselves in another portion of the show. <laughs> I was thinking and about that gone. today. I was like, we should start doing segments and like... You know, we'll fade out and have a little... Back like, to you, intro. Johnny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Who... This is comes from another supporter. Who are your favorite comedians and why? Uh, comedians, uh, plural. I, I do... I'm not going to name everybody. But I do enjoy Joe Coy. I love... Um, How can you not? I, I like well, yeah, I can relate to it, but also I like the way how he tells the stories. Kevin Hart, obviously, because I, I do enjoy the way how he tells his stories too, especially in the early days. Um, I felt like it was really good. Um, Robin Williams. Um, uh, Robin Williams ooh. is a personal hero of mine. Yeah, and um, I have his a quote from him in my email signature. So literally, every person I ever email. Sees this quote. I don't know if y'all have seen it. I don't know if you noticed it. I don't know if I have. You're only given one little spark of madness. You mustn't lose it. Um, yeah, there that's it is. That's not funny. That's that's helpful. It's serious. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I just love the range of him as a person and as an actor and a comedian. And I'm just I am 100% with Steve. And yeah. He was a brilliant person. I'm loving everything that he's saying right now. He was. Yeah, if, if that didn't get it across, I also... You were you were saying Robin Williams as well. Yes. Too late. Steve already said oh. that. Okay. Um, I got nothing. Is it me? It's okay. You can tell me. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> Slaying it. <laughs> Now that was a transition. <laughs> That's so good. That's good. That's good, Danny. Uh, yeah. But you were saying, Nick? <laughs> no, no, you can go now. Nick, Nick. Uh, no, you're you're going. You said. Well, I don't know. My favorite comedian changes a lot. Right now I'm watching Barry, so I think I want to say um Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's great. Barry's He's great. He's good. Mm. I miss Stefan. I know. Johnny. Um, I think my favorite comedian, I, I'm having trouble deciding. So I'll say it's a tie between uh, uh, Neil Brennan and Rory Scoville. They're both smaller working comics right now. I like I've heard the names. I don't think I've. They both have Netflix specials, which are worth okay. watching. But okay, mm, yeah, I recognize them. All right, yeah. Like I feel like I've heard the name. I just I don't. I've never seen their stuff. They're funny. Um, well, they're comedians, so I'd hope they'd be funny. Uh, if it was not. Uh, evident from Young Boomy, I am a huge fan of John Mulaney. I find <laughs> I find his humor humor just like offbeat and off the wall, and I literally never expect where his punchlines are going, and they make me die laughing every time. That should be one of our goals to have John Mulaney voice <laughs> Young Boomy. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the pod. That would actually be really fun. I there's no way we would get him, but that would be really cool. <laughs> that he does be, do voice acting. That would be very cool. He has done. Oh man. Yeah. I remember I, I found it and I was like, oh, it's like pretty like I guess this is back when I cared about this thing, but I was like, oh, he's kind of like clean too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about that anymore. Like, okay. I don't remember. Let's move on. It's time. It's time. We're good. All right. We're going to open on the boat. The end of East Lake is in sight, the north end of East Lake. And the where people get ferried to in order to start heading on the road to Bossing Say and get on a train into the lower ring. You've got some time. Is there anything that the three of you, Che, Ren, or Rosic, would like to do while you're on this boat? Without even meaning to, Che just is sitting somewhere on the boat against like the wall and just falls asleep. <laughs> just out. All right. Chase, Chase, fast asleep. Makes sense, you know. We haven't rested. It's been enough. like days since Seriously. he slept. Yeah. Hard to make good decisions when we're this tired. At one point, Rose like looking for Che, like turns a corner, holding the deck of Lunar cards. Like Che, Che. He turns, sees he's asleep. He goes, "Oh," and looks at the deck and just puts in his pocket. And then he goes to sleep too. <laughs> Both Che and Rosic are asleep. I'm assuming, too, I'm no uh, boat expert or nautical aficionado, um, but I imagine there is at least like a night of rest. Yes. I don't think the boat can get all the way from the south end of East Lake to the north end Not of East a speed Lake boat. in one night. So I'm assuming you guys got some rest, but you are probably also tired, so you just pass out at random times. Wait, so are you saying we got like a full? full I'm thinking so. Yeah, so I think uh, there are probably cots, not the most comfortable, but decently comfortable. I'll say that you, the three of you, can unmark three fatigue. Wow. That's zero fatigue now. Nice. My fatigue's been full for so long. Has it's been a while? Life is good. Ren, I'm glad you're the last person to talk because I want to ask you a question. Up until this point, what has been making... Oh, wait. Yeah, what has been making Ren feel guilty? Oof. I've had guilty marked for, like, a solid month. You have, so why is <laughs> Ren feel guilty? I don't think I've ever recovered from a series. Like, there's never a moment to not feel guilty as an idealist. So, and that's why, like, I, I don't think it's, it's. It, I don't want you to be like, when did I mark guilty? What was that no, exact no, yeah, moment? I like, you, I, yeah. just like as you're thinking about Ren and his his guilty feeling, what what comes to mind? Yeah. So, what comes to mind is honestly his code. Hmm. Um. So, like, like never denying a request for help. You know always standing up to, to bullies, um, never leaving a friend behind. Mm. Like, even though it's not super cut and dry, Ren feels like all of those are broken, mm. like on a regular basis. Um, like even when show decides to leave, yeah, Ren feels like we've left show behind. Even when Liko decides to leave, Ren feels like we've abandoned Liko. Like there's this just sense of like perpetual responsibility bearing down on him. So I think that's the main thing, a sense of having failed friends and just like realizing how crucial it is to Ren to hold them together. Uh, what is Ren doing? Ren needs to train. It's time to turn people into noodles. Um, you spend, you know, you probably wake up you know, maybe like uh, you're you're sleeping on your your cot, and you just feel like someone kicking you. Uh, Get up! What? Come on! Oh, again? Yeah, again. It's all about the form, Ren. But we've been practicing the form since we started. Isn't there anything else? And you are terrible at it. No, you're terrible at the forums. Well, normally things like this come easy to me. 
What's wrong? What were you expecting? Well, normally I use weapons and every weapon feels right in my hand. I don't know why, but it's always been that way. But this is just fingers. <laughs> you want me to poke you? <laughs> it's weird. Ren, what is a hand if not five little weapons on it? <laughs> Quick aside, Everything Everywhere All at Once is an incredible film. I can't wait to see it. It's coming out soon on digital. That, the finger thing, remember that? From <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it's it. Great aside. <laughs> Zishan, you say you say weird things. I mean, I say stuff but, that Okay, I'll pra- I'll practice the form. Did you just think that because you've learned other forms of fighting that you would just be able to pick this up? Like I Why this? You're already I've seen you fight with your fans. I've seen you fight with that Naganata. I I I don't understand why you were drawn to this. For some reason, it feels like I'm always falling behind. And I've heard that if you do it right, you can even stop bending for a time if you master this technique. I don't know if that's true, but I thought maybe it could give me a chance if it came down to it and I had to help the others. Maybe I could even stop a bender. I feel like I've always depended on everyone else for that. So you feel inadequate? Well, yeah, if you have to put a word to it. I mean, why beat around the bush? What's the point of that? Just say what you mean. That's what chi blocking is. Benders connect to something else in order to find another power. Right, and I don't connect to anything. And she kicks the Naganada towards you what do you do Ren immediately pops his foot up uh, just lifting it into his hand what do you want me to do you just did it Ren looks awkwardly at the Naganata <laughs> did what you did that without thinking all of the best benders can bend without thinking but 90% of them are putting all of their energy into doing that you, however, the way you fight, the way you move, the way you've been taught, it's all instinct. That's all chi blocking is. It's trusting your gut. Okay, I don't know how that's supposed to help me. Do the forms again. And cut to like a montage scene of the forms. Uh, but I think... Never, 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 never. Yeah, Danny, what's the montage song? Um, the shadow boxing scene from okay. Hot Rod and Footloose, but Hot Rod did it better. That's it. <laughs> okay, perfect. I accept. Uh, yeah, let's avoid that copyright strike. I, I think it was under the time limit. We didn't sing the whole song. Yeah, we didn't sing the whole song. I have towed the line on that like four times in oh, the yeah, show. Yeah, definitely. And you just said na na na. We haven't gotten a cease and desist yet. Uh, <laughs> Going strong. Why don't you, uh, well, let's roll the training move, but before we do, let's answer the questions first. Okay. When you spend time with a teacher learning and training in a new technique, which you have done, roll with the modifiers from the following questions. So, is your balance in line with your center, or are you free of conditions? I am not free of conditions. My balance is in line with my center. Okay, so plus one. Do you and your teacher share at least one background? And your backgrounds are privileged and military. And um, I'm guessing my teacher is not privileged. No, uh, Zishan is not privileged and they are not military either. Okay. So you do, you do not get a plus one for that. Um... No surprise, they're uh, urban and criminal. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, 
Does your teacher agree with your reasons for training and learning? I'm going to say that through that conversation, Zishan does agree with your reasons. She may think that you need to push yourself more to believe that yourself, but she thinks you're learning chibogging for the right reason, which it sounds like you were saying is to protect people. Yes. Uh, is the technique easy to grasp based on your current training experiences and skills? Now you can weigh in on this. I actually think yes. Yeah, for all of Ren's complaint about struggling and the unnaturalness of this, generally, yeah. yes. Yeah, I think yeah. So that means you don't take any of the minuses. You don't get that first plus. Uh, you don't get the, the shared background plus one. But you are in line with your center. So you're going to click on the the roll. You're going to roll the training move. You're going to add plus one to this roll. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll this and then add one. Correct. Think? Yep. Okay. Uh, what's your roll? A nine. Okay. So on a nine, uh, on a hit, you learn the technique and your master shifts your balance. You know what? Um, I actually think they shift you towards forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I th and I think what uh, what came out in that conversation at the top and I think comes out more is that uh, Zishan wants you to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. To trust yourself. That you are able to do these things. Okay. So we're going to move your balance towards forgiveness. Uh, that's your center. Ah, my bad. You're good. Uh, and then on a seven to nine, it either takes more time than normal or you must mark two conditions. Now let's find out whose choice that is. Uh, you know what? It doesn't say, so I'll leave it up to you. What do you want to do? You want it to take a little bit longer, which I think would um, would entail you asking Zijan maybe to stay with you a little bit longer mm -hmm. in bossing, say, trying to convince her to do that and maybe give you one more lesson. Mm. Oof. I'm just trying to think through the conditions, you know? Yeah, like absolutely. what conditions no, it's make a hard sense choice for sure. narratively, you know? Yeah. Um, despite Zishan's intentions to make Ren feel better, and of course the shift does happen, uh, I think I'll I'll become, I think Ren will be afraid and insecure. Oof. You are. I'm loaded. You're flirting with that line. I'm loaded. Yeah, you're. Yeah. you're I'm everything one but angry. Away from. <laughs> yep. You're one condition away from having them all marked. Maybe Steve should have taken Martyr Complex. <laughs> yeah, maybe Steve should. Maybe. Or Ren, rather. Yeah, well, Steve in real no, life, Steve, too. Steve should yeah. take... Yeah, <laughs> Steve in real life should take Martyr Complex. Uh, um, the, the boat docks on the harbor, and uh, it, it jostles the two Launcher brothers awake. Vishan's like, all right, out. Everybody out. Oh, sorry, yeah, okay. yeah, we're right. here. Come on, come on. Rosic, <laughs> Rosic, come on. <sighs> I'm awake. All right, here we go. Um, Real quick, Justin. No. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I had a question regarding um, yeah. returning to center. I don't know if I would fully be able to, but for quite a while, Rosic, so Rosic's center is a step towards trust, but his balance has okay. been pretty far away from that. Um, I don't know if it's fully, uh. I don't know if it's been at Right now, his balance is two steps towards self-preservation. And I know that it reads at home if you have like a time. And I know it says like a single night usually doesn't suffice. Yeah. But they say like if that yeah. time is relatively like meditative and blah, blah, blah. I was wondering if, you know, their time on the boat, you know, like Rosux and Chase, you know, like playing the game, their conversation, Ren's like they're the three of them talking, Rensong, Rosux, Che. Like, you know, having that heart to heart and just, you know, this. I, I'm interpreting this time on the boat as more so like relaxing compared to what's been going on with 
would I possibly be able, would Rosic possibly be able to move closer to his center? I need you to sweeten the pot a little bit more. All right, let me add some sugar. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I... So, meditation is an actual thing that happens in Avatar. Like, people... Yeah, but so I'm looking at it as... Relaxing. I'm looking at it as the converse, the heart-to-heart that Shane Rosic had. Yeah. It... I look at that as that, like, resulting in Rosic having a little more trust in Che, rather than selfishly I... believing that he's the only one who knows what's best for him. I am convinced. Okay. I am convinced. I'm not saying that Rosic fully trusts Che. That's what I'm saying. When... All, all three of you can go back to center if you're not at center. What a benevolent GM. Oh, it's only because you argue so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're getting off the boat, uh, Zishan hands Ren a piece of paper, and they go, this is the name of my contact in the lower ring. Uh, now, I gotta say, they're... They're bad news. So for for us, for everybody, be careful. Okay. Be, in general, the lower ring is it's really dangerous, and my contact uh, and she points at the paper. Th- their name's Buna, and he's he doesn't get to be the head of a gang without doing some pretty messed up stuff well I mean you're a criminal you're alright I'm criminal adjacent is how I would put it you hold hostages I mean you helped imprison rich people and stage a coup anyway is there anything specific that I should actually know about this person, Buna? Like, uh, anything I should do differently? Um, well, they love genuflecting. If you can stroke their ego. Genu what? Genuflecting. Ren, you, Ren blushes. I, I, like, Ren is actually embarrassed for not knowing that word. <laughs> I, okay, yeah, I... It means to just like praise someone, worship them profusely. Oh, I thought you were like the smart, learned. <sighs> it's okay. Che's really good at that. He'll know what to do. I am. Yeah, you're good at talking to people. Am I here? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're all here. there. You're all. <laughs> all right, okay. I, was, I didn't realize it was just a one-on-one conversation. Che, I know that if that's what needs to happen, you'll pick it up. You'll be great. All right. We'll, we'll do some gen, genu, uh, genuflecting. 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 Yep. You got it. Ren's like scribbling yep. notes okay. quietly. <laughs> you know any good dumpling merchants? There are a number of dumpling merchants. I, there's tons of them in the lower ring. I mean, you can find them in just about any marketplace. Is there a specific one you want? Yeah. I think it's run by a guy named, like, Pangoli. Pangoli. Uh, roll. Roll a plead. Roll one. Roll a plead. Okay, okay. Let's see how much Zishan knows. Pleading with the universe at this point, man. Ooh, I got to roll with harmony, guys. It's not my, it's not my forte. Yeah, I rolled a six uh, minus one. That's a uh, five. <laughs> okay, five. Zishan eyes you up and down. What? Nothing. Uh, no. Don't know. Pangole. 
Yeah, I totally believe you. Thanks for not. Yep. I mean, I got you here, didn't I? I, I gave you a city. And I gave you a boat ride. I feel like one of us got shorted here. We we did get what we asked for. I learned to play Uno. Th- thank you, Zishan. True. Isn't it so fun? I taught you that. <laughs> Ren bows. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, they, uh, thank you, Ren Jenny Flex. Uh, I'm st- I'm gonna find that guy. So if you know, whatever. See ya. Good luck. And you're walking away, and like out out of the cabin where all the bunks are. Uh, the door like swings open and Boomy like st- Boomy stumbles out and he goes, <laughs> I'm up, I'm up. Don't forget about me. We, oh, shoot. We actually forgot about him. Uh, I'm here. Uh, sorry, uh, Boomy. I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping. Mm-mm. No, we were just, I'm up, I'm up. Yep. Did you, did you sleep the entire boat ride? If the answer was yes, would you think more of me or less of me? I'd more. I don't think anything would change about how I think of you, Boomy. And I definitely slept. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I think more of you. All right, come on. <clears throat> I'm going to go find a dumpling merchant. I have to go talk to the Dai Li. I don't think you should do that, bud. Um, yeah, that, that's not a good idea. Oh. Maybe we should all... I have a feeling that they're evil. Wait. The Dialy are evil? <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. They're going to straight up turn you into a robot. And I don't even know what those are because they don't exist yet. <laughs> well, if they did exist in this universe, I think a lot of people would be pretty angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, che, you said this dumpling merchant's involved with a gang? No. No. Remember... Wait, when did we learn that? Connie. Connie told us about a guy we could talk to in Ba Sing Se who might be connected to that organization uh, that we heard about. Yeah. The good one. The good one that has done nothing. So the okay one, I guess. So I feel like that's a better shot in the dark than trusting in the Dai Li and the King who we know are connected to not great things like mind control or whatever the heck went on with Shoban. Yeah, I forgot about that because I only write useful things in my notebook. Of course. Yeah, pretty much everything Kanye contributed was no, she didn't contribute anything. That's kind of the point. But you know whatever. Maybe we run into her when we're in town. Uh, and uh, there's a you know one of the train stations is right here. So you get onto the train and the train starts moving to Ba Sing Se and the lower ring. And it is at this point that we will cut. Scene fades to black and we come up on a training room deep below a lake. And I think the scene opens wide angle and we see both now Zhao and Liko standing on opposite sides of the room. And they've just gotten through like a a difficult sparring match, difficult training match. And Nazo just goes, Alright, getting better. Getting better. That was still no. You just you're missing something. What's going on? I don't know, I guess I'm just not getting it. I mean, I saw you send an entire tidal wave out with just like a little bit of water and you can't, you can't take me down? You should be able to do that with your eyes closed. Well, I don't know, maybe I'm just losing energy. Are you hungry? You want to talk over some food? I'm tired of talking. Okay, we just sit in silence too. I'm down. Do do we have to like spend every moment together? You know, no one's ever asked me that question before. I 
I guess if you want to go, go eat. You're cool and all. It's just, you know, we could be cool at a distance too sometimes. Yeah. I'm kind of codependent if you haven't, you know. I'm I'm an introvert. All right. Okay. I get it. You need time to recharge. Say no more. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll send some food to your room. Thanks. We'll pick it back up. I gotta... When you're done, come find me. I got something I want to show you. Okay, so... While I'm done, when I finish eating, I'm gonna take a detour. Absolutely. What are you looking for? I don't know. I, I'm just looking around, being a little curious, uh, seeing what else is in this... In this cave what all right what are, are there noises like is there can i hear anything uh, why don't you roll assess the situation i got an eight got an eight so you get to ask me one question from that list uh so what here can i use to blank who or what is the biggest threat what should i be on the lookout for what's my best way out in or through or who or what is in the greatest danger what should I be on the lookout for? Hmm, that's a good question. You are walking around, and at first, you don't see a whole lot. It's just rooms where, like, there's a few dialy agents or Project Spark members that are, you know, sleeping or whatnot. You keep walking down some hallways and. At the end of the hallway, you can't see into the room, but you can see a flashing green light that just pulsates every now and then. It's not around me, right? Mm -hmm. It's just in a different... It's a room down the hallway, but you can see this light, you know, the same where if it's on that track, it it goes bright and then it dim Mm -hmm. and bright and dim and bright and dim. Okay. What do you do? I take a mental note of it and uh GM question is this on the way this is along the way to um to to, to see him, right? You have to double It's not like it's You have to um, double back. It's not. It's not on the way. Okay. So I take a mental note of it and I turn to go to, to go where I said I was going to go. But then the curiosity in me wants to see what's who's in that room. Yeah. So I very cautiously try to check it out. Why don't you roll to rely on your skills and training? Assuming a, a foggy swamp tribe member can probably move around silently. Nine. Uh, you start sneaking up, and you get close enough that you can see Agent Shang is standing, and this green light is going around the track and you peek your head in to see who is strapped and the so on a seven to nine you do it imperfectly so here are the consequences when you peek your head around to see who is strapped and agent shang is talking to some of the wall loosens a little bit. Little little rubble, just a couple pebbles. You'll see who's there, but if you don't move back and take that one fatigue, Agent Shang will also see you watching him. I have all my fatigue still, but did I get enough rest? Because um, I've been training yeah, this whole time. Yeah, I think there, again, like there has been time passed, so um, why don't you... Well, the cots here are probably similar to, I would imagine, uh, an underground prison is not exactly the most comfortable place to sleep. 
Uh, so unmark three fatigue. Okay. So then the consequences right now is that I, if I don't take the fatigue. Agent Sean will see you. You'll get to see who's there regardless. If you don't mark a fatigue and move back down the hallway, Agent Chong will see you. Oh, let's take the fatigue. Okay. Mark the fatigue because right as that rubble falls and right before Agent Chong turns around to see you and you dart down the hallway before he can see you, you see Uncle Simu. So I take a moment to catch my breath. And I'm processing this, knowing fully well what this could mean. And I decide to make my way back. You get out of there without anybody seeing you. And you go back and you find Naozao in that room that you first almost got caught in, that giant room that's got the, the map uh, of the entire Four Nations on it. And he sees you walking and he's like, Hey, how was uh how was the food? It was good, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. He gestures to the map. What do you uh what do you make of this? You see it's really similar to what you saw down below in the hollow where there's like a bunch of flags all throughout the world. I wasn't sure. I just I don't know, but I know it means something. Otherwise, they wouldn't have it where it was. Oh, you've seen this before. Something similar. That's how I was able to find this place. Makes sense. That makes sense. These are all of the places that we have Project Spock members. See, Che knew that Project Spark was about infiltrating the Earth Kingdom, right? Waiting for the day when the Fire Lord Sword, bam, do it. We're here. We're ready to go. Got sleeper cell agents all throughout the Earth Kingdom, ready to do our bidding. And when, when Fire Lord Sozin came to me with this idea, I thought to myself, said, self... Earth Kingdom's too tiny. Why would I just put sleeper cell agents here when I could put them everywhere? See, the Earth Kingdom's just the start. And that's why I started with the Dai Li. It took a while. I had to do a little convincing, tell a few lies get my way into it. But once I got the Dai Li, I could get anybody I wanted to. And now, we're starting to get better at it. You won't know who is Project Spark and who's not. Firebender, Airbender, Earthbender, Waterbender. Well, you know, if Fire Lord Sozin got his way, I don't think there are any Airbenders left. But if you meet one, maybe, maybe it's one of ours. Why are you telling me this? Well, I just want to see what you think. It's whatever. He smiles. I like it. Seems like you're on your way to uh, not feeling anything. See, if I showed you this before, or at least from what I gathered from my scouts. Oh, you and your friends would have been all up over this and said, you can't take over the world. It's too crazy. The fact that you're so laissez-faire and nonchalant about this cockamamie plan to take over the world. And it's, it's crazy. All right. I'll be the first to admit that it is insane. But the fact that you're so neutral about it means I may have just found my informer. And he claps his hands and 
these two Dai Li agents come out and they're carrying uh, a box. It's probably about, I don't know, four or five feet by a couple feet. Got your little present. Go on, open it. It's not going to hurt you. Liko opens it. As you're opening it, he goes, I had to go and, uh, well, I wanted something for you to remember your home by, so I had to go chop a couple trees down. Hope you don't mind. And as you open it, you see this wooden prosthetic arm interlaced with like metals. So like half of it is like bamboo and the other half is metal. You know, like maybe the middle fingers are metal, but the other three are bamboo. And then it sort of like weaves and interlaces all the way up. I, I, I don't know what to say. You don't got to say anything. Just try it on. How do, how do I do that? Like just. Yeah. And he comes up and shows you there's like a, it's like a strap that like comes up over your shoulder but that holds this in place so now that it's on i'm kind of struggling with trying to find out how like it works and stuff and i feel like it kind of hurts a little Mm. where uh but it doesn't bother me too much like it's worth it kind of thing so okay okay now what do you feel come on give me something tell me what do you think I've, I've never used one of these before. Is this going to help me waterbend or is this just, what is this for? I was waiting for you to ask. All right, just, uh, I don't know. I'm not a waterbender. I don't know how you do it. See, I like reach in and I'm like, I'm angry. And that's how I, you know, throw fire around. So I don't know how you waterbenders do it, but whatever you need to do, just reach out and try and feel feel the arm. I lift. Can my fingers move too? Why don't you reach out, feel in the arm? Okay, so I try to lift it up, and it's still a little weird and also kind of heavy. But I, I lift it up, and then the wrist part is still kind of like there. So I try to concentrate really hard to get water flowing through the bamboo you feel a pool of water that was inside of the arm move through the arm and it allows you to bend the wrist empty water pocket hollow am i brilliant or what my fingers start to spread and bend almost as if i can control my arm it's like i have my arm back yep oh yeah you do uh, is there anything nearby? It's just like it's just stone. Uh, no, there's like training dummies and practice targets for sure. So, without saying anything, I'm gonna push water from my bamboo, have it just shoot, just a little ball of water right now. Okay. Like a, actually, let's make it a water bullet, <laughs> like in the show. That's cool. That's cool. Let's push your luck. This seems like a pretty new thing. Yeah. Seven. A seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is actually was a question I was going to ask you at the start, which was, uh, if you want, I, I think you can unmark insecure potentially. Which one? Insecure is. Oh yeah. Yes. All of them are are still checked. All of them are checked. And, oh yeah, yeah, insecure is take foolhardy actions without talking to your companions. Um, I would definitely uh, chalk up agreeing to work with Now Zao Launcher as taking a foolhardy action without talking to your companions. If you want to unmark secure. All right. Yeah. That's basically what was make her, making her insecure yep. for a long time. Yep. Uh, so the consequence though of your pushing your luck you do it um you point your hand and your finger at this target and this water bullet just shoots out of the fingertip 
rockets at this target and hits it and it just flies into the wall. You are not expecting the recoil. Totally new thing. Mm. And so I want you to I want you to mark fatigue as it kind of like blasts you back and you kind of slam into the wall a little bit. Mm-hmm. I slam into the wall and I shake my head and then I smile. You're going to have fun with that, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is... This is going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, as Nazao and Liko are sort of looking at each other, the scene, you know, fades down. And uh, show, where are you? You left in the middle of your conversation with Uncle Simu, question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> you told me you were on your way to Bossing Say. Yes. I don't really care to um, make you go through customs because that sounds like literal hell, both in the real world and in the Avatar world. <laughs> so I'm not gonna. We're not gonna watch show just sit on a, a chair for five hours and wait for his name to be called. DMV. And uh, I'm assuming as a daily agent too, it's probably pretty easy for you to move in and out of the city, have the clearance and the paperwork. Yeah. Uh, you are in the lower ring of Bossing Say. Oh, that's exactly where I want to be. It's the lower ring of Bossing Say. I assumed. Where are you headed? Uh, so I am headed to my friend May's house. Your friend May's house. Okay. Yeah, she lives here in the lower ring. All right. And I need to talk to her. All right. For those, uh, you know, I would imagine most listeners are familiar with Bossing Say. The lower ring is where most of the uh, poor lower class live. Um, those who don't have as many opportunities as other people. And so all the houses are like really pi- tightly packed together. You know, there's a ton of alleys that are like dirty and abandoned and um, like a lot of just like shops and carts because um, people can't like always afford the storefront. You walk up to like the Earth Kingdom equivalent of like an apartment building, a big stone block that looks like it houses a ton of families and people. And you know that May lives on, we'll say the fourth floor. So I um, stop at some point when I get into the city and find a shop and um, try and buy just like a, a hooded tunic. And I'm like ditching my my conical hat, the, the stuff I've been typically wearing yeah. um and so i'm like walking through the streets with like hood up mm. and trying to avoid people taking notice of me yeah. um but i'm m- moving as quickly as i can i'm not like mm-hmm. going slow or taking my time and so i get up to the fourth floor of this building where i know may's apartment is and i'm just frantically knocking on her door just may um who's out there it's show. I need you to open the door. I need you to open the door right now. And the door opens. He's like, Joe, what are you what are you doing here? And she pulls you into her apartment, shuts the door. Mm-hmm. What are you? Um, sh- just let me talk. Okay. There's, there's a lot going on and I don't know how much you know, but the Fire Nation is invading the Earth Kingdom. And uh, I think that the Dai Li is participating. And I need to know if you still have those contacts that can get into the upper ring. How do you come into my house and drop all of this stuff on me all at once and then ask me for a favor? And she like slaps you like not hard, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You, you're right. I should have given you a little bit more warning, but there's not, there's just not time. May everything is at stake. Uh, why don't you plead with your friend? May seven, a seven. They need some evidence that this is the right thing to do. Um, haha. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know a guy. Yep. Um, there's just... Okay, Um, look. Are you sure you want to do this? I mean, it'd be a lot easier not to, but I don't know if anybody else is going to if I don't. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, We got to go find Buna. He's the leader of this gang called Rumble, but it's also uh like sports arena he he does bookings and gambling and and 
he will let you into the upper ring, but you gotta get a team together to win one of his games. Um, okay. Uh, well, I mean, do a lot of people hang out there looking for a team? We can go and see. Yeah, if that's the option, that's the option. Let's, let's go. Okay. And she starts to grab, you know, some things and turns around and says, Show. Yeah. It's really, it's really good to see you. Yeah, and uh, I step forward and, and just like wrap her in a big hug and say, it's, it's good to see you too, May. We didn't, we left on bad terms. You're right. I hope I can make amends. Sorry I slapped you. It's all right. I deserve it. All right. And mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden, Liko's there in the room. She's like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell it, sister. From miles away, underground. Sipping wine. <laughs> seemed to leave a lot of things on bad terms. I, literally, I could say that Shoban did not leave that on bad terms. Somebody else left. Uh, you start making your way to... Uh, start making your way downtown. Walking fast. Faces pass. Uh, homebound. It's <laughs> 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 coming in strong. <laughs> I just think of the movie White Chicks. Yeah. Show you are. Show uh, May leads you to an area of the lower ring that is like less cramped and populated. But that's because you realize there's just like this giant entertainment coliseum. When you live in the lower ring, you have to find ways to entertain yourself. And so watching this sort of... No place is better than entertainment coliseum. Exactly. It's like entertainment coliseum. And even before you get in, you can hear the crowd just like screaming and hollering. You're walking in and like, you know, the light's coming in so you can't see. But as soon as you walk past that arch, it opens up. And you see a giant tank of water, the length of the Colosseum. And there are a bunch of wooden poles all throughout. And then on each of the corners, there are little islets, almost little grooves and alcoves that are solid land and not just poles. You also see that this whole thing is caged. And the reason it's caged is because flying in the air are a bunch of buzzard wasps. In the pool are two giant unagi. And on each of the four islands is a porcupine. And you see two teams that are trying to kick a ball into a net on the north and south side and get a ball into that net. And as you come in, the crowd's cheering and you hear the buzzer like, as you see one of the contestants fall into the water and this Unagi just wraps him up. And then there's like a shock to the Unagi and it lets go. And some people swim in and grab this guy out and close the cage again. And then you hear the announcer saying, well, it looks like the blue team lost. I guess we're going to find out who's the next challenger next week. That was me saying next week. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, uh, I heard. I heard that when you said next week, I interpreted it as uh, next week. No, in game, like the announcer week. said next week. All right, everybody, we'll just take a break. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so a porcupine. Uh, just making sure. Yeah. Wild boar meets porcupine. Boar. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yep. Very scary. Interestingly That's enough, no. Huh? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a. It's a no, pine tree. It's borscht. It's boar. Well, show <laughs> you got to find a team, but also I think there's some other people maybe on their way to find Buna. So we'll see what happens. Mm, I will not be working with them. <gasps> <gasps> we'll have to see next we'll have week. To see next week. Um, yeah, we've been having a ton of fun telling this story. Uh, check out our store again. Steve talked about it up top, but yeah, feel free to check it out again. Um, all the apparel is ethical and fair wear, and you know that you are not contributing to the poor living and work conditions of someone who made that shirt, which is super worth it. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Um, we think the shirts and apparel are pretty cool. 
which is why some of us have them already. And I would imagine most of us will get them eventually. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon, um, so feel free to check that out. Unfortunately, the the offer for the free shirt has ended, but you are more than welcome to join our Patreon at any of the tiers. Tons of great benefits, um, and you know, eventually, we'd love to get to the point where we offer Patreon exclusive material. So uh, that means it might mean more shows. It might mean us just talking in your ear about mm, whatever we want. Yeah, that's actually our next goal is to kind of do a it behind is. the scenes talk show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, so. yeah, it'll be just us kind of chatting and hanging out a little bit, talking about the show, talking about life, talking about, I don't know, our thoughts on the space race. I got a lot of them. We can do sure. that. If you yeah, want. That's what, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which billionaire is getting to Mars first? It's whatever we want to talk about. Whatever we want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you can't join our Patreon, totally fine. Uh, just tell a ton of friends. Tell as many friends as possible. Uh, and I heard that for every friend you tell, Nick will make you a bamboo wooden prosthetic arm. <laughs> I guess I'll get started on that. That's gonna Nick, Nick, you have to get the medal from the Fire Nation meteorites. And the bamboo has to come from the foggy yeah, swamp. I'll get, I'll get on okay. Yeah, that is a trip. That okay. it's a cool gift. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have the powers of Nao Longshore. I can't just show up literally everywhere all the time. But I'll do my best. It's called Deus Machina. The entrance to the Four Nations is <laughs> actually in your closet. So. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fun. It's like, yeah, I get you. All right. Anyway, uh, we will see you next week. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Senbei. Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Monkey. You can find more of their work at pomekin.com. Link in the show notes.